Alright, continuing our meditations on the Sermon on the Mount, we have now gone beyond the Beatitudes, the eight Beatitudes, which are which comprise of Matthew five, three through twelve. Right, ten through twelve are the eighth beatitude altogether. And so I'm going to read Matthew five thirteen. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. And I'm reading in the New King James Version. It's a little pocket Bible I've had for a long time. As you can see by how ratty it is. Right. So let's break that down a little bit. You are the salt of the earth. And so I think of, well, what does what is salt good for? I mean, there's two general uses of salt. Salt is used to preserve things. It's also used to uh, bring out the flavor in things. So there's a line in here that's a little kind of funny. It says that the salt loses its flavor. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I'm going to talk about salt. I'm going to think about salt in regards to how we use it in the culinary sense of like bringing out the flavor of something, right? So it's to say that we are the salt, we are that which brings out kind of the, the essence, the real essence of the, the stuff around us, right? And when you salt a dish, when you put salt in something, right, you're bringing out the f certain flavors. Um, and so uh, you can completely neglect to salt something, in which, it's, in which case it's going to be kind of bland. Which again, it being bland doesn't mean that it's missing the flavor of salt. Bland means that the flavors of the ingredients that make this thing up aren't really standing out much, so it just doesn't taste like much. Right? So, so you don't salt something, its its flavors are bland. You salt it a little bit, you begin to bring out the flavors. You salt it just right, and it has the best possible taste, right? best possible flavor. You salt it too much, and you begin to lose, actually, the, the flavor of the ingredients and begin to just taste just saltiness. Right? We've all experienced all gradations of that. And we all have different kinds of tastes in that some of us prefer more salt. Some of us prefer less salt. Some of us actually like to taste the salt itself. Um, but idealistically speaking, there is a perfect amount of salt that brings out... It's perfect because it brings out the flavors of the dish. And so what does that mean in terms of me being a, a Christian? Um, I'm called to love God and love others as myself. And it seems like it's reasonable to connect this idea of salting a dish with loving. Right? If I love someone, I am going to interact with them in such a way that brings out the best in them. And, and magnifies the best in them, <clears throat> magnifies the essence of who they are as an individual, as distinct from other people even, right? Because um, when you salt things, you, you, you get more of that particular flavor, right? 
So, of that particular ingredient. And, and the, cool, the, the, the connection between that and love is also that love involves laying down your life for the beloved, right? So, like, you become, <coughs> you have to be to some degree less to make them more, right? So that's the idea of, like, you, you can... You can kind of over-salt, you can under-salt, you can completely neglect to salt, right? And there's different ways that that relates to <coughs> how we love others. Sorry, I have this cold I've been had for like over a week now. Um, so you... You can... There's... There's a way in which you can love inappropriately. Right? Just like there's ways in which you can salt inappropriately. And whatever it is, whether you oversalt or undersalt or completely neglect to salt, it's just a uh, neglect of bringing out the best in the other. It's a failure to bring out the the identity and the essence of that other. So that's the first part, right? So we have, uh, you are the salt of the earth. <coughs> Excuse me. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? So in other words, um, if, if I lose my capacity to love, then how am I going to, how am I going to love, right? How am I, there's a sense in which, and we know this, if you're in relation with enough different people, right, in relationship with enough different people, and there's a degree to which if you are neglected, like if, if you are refused love for so long, or if you refuse love for so long, right, it gets to a point where you can't even receive love that is given to you, right? Like, so, let's say you have some bad relationships, and then you come across somebody who's actually decent and wants to love you, right? There's a, it's common for someone in that position to refuse to accept that love. And then likewise, let's say I am uh, loved, but I am selfish with it, and I neglect participating in that love, like reciprocating that love, or even initiating love, um, then there's a sense in which that love that is given to me, and, and, and there's a sense in which you cannot love if you do not properly receive love, if you do not properly perceive and accept love, right? Because if you Love in the sense that we are called to love as Christ-like beings is love that that can't help but pay it forward, so to speak. It can't. It's it's a love that begets love, right? So, and if you lose sight of that, if you if you don't treasure that and and keep that as a um. 
a thing of primary focus and attention and energy, then it's going to become less and less a part of your motivations. And as that becomes less and less of a part of your motivations, you are less likely to act in accordance with those motivations, right? So, uh, <clears throat> you are a salt of the earth, but salt loses flavor. How shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. And if you think of a salt, think of salt that has lost its saltness. And you add it to a dish, it doesn't do anything. It's just basically dirt to be trampled under by men. And likewise, if no matter what else I am or do or think or feel or say, if I lack love... I am nothing, right? It's in 1 Corinthians 13. I'm basically dirt to be trampled underfoot. So I really think that there's something about the salt that has to do specifically with and, and intrinsically with love and, and entering into communion with the God who is love, having our treasure laid up in heaven, which is under the kingdom of the king who is love, and so that we would be motivated likewise, salting, loving the world around us, bringing out the best in the world around us. So those are my thoughts on this first uh, non-beatitude part of the Sermon on the Mount. It's uh, again Matthew five thirteen, and uh, I hope it was enjoyable. Hope it was a blessing. Hope it was helpful. Uh, if so, tag along, subscribe to whatever you're watching or listening to this on, and uh, let me know your thoughts. Until uh, next time, God bless.